and you are looking to or listening to the intro podcast so i'm not even gonna trip um i don't even know how to introduce her like i've been a fan for over 15 over 15 years man i remember when i first moved to fort worth i was playing at greater first church in fort worth texas and they had this little old short lady at this musical she sang her off <laughs> Instantly became a fan. Man, throughout the years, I've had the uh, enjoyment of watching the growth to where yeah. now you are an internet social media freaking sensation. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Miss Sasha Science. What's up, baby? What's up, Troy? What's up, bro? Oh, listen, my goodness. I'm, I'm here. I'm in the intro. Listen, the spotlight radio. I'm here. You here. I'm here. It's been a minute since I've seen you, yeah. but not a minute since I've stopped you. <laughs> yeah. Because I stalk your social media forever. Yeah. Man, I want to, uh, for those who don't know Tasha, yeah. who is Tasha? Tasha is a mother of four beautiful children. Shout out to Lyric, D'Anthony, Cherries, and Tayshawn. But I'm also a recording artist, vocal coach, the CEO and founder of Tasha's Vocal Lab, vocal producer, vocal ranger. Most importantly, I'm the encourager, the strategist. People don't know nothing about that part of me. I'm a strategist, um, entrepreneur, and just a businesswoman. Like, I mean, you wear a lot, a lot of, of hats. hats. How do you control the business you and the mom you? So, if you would have asked me that question ten years ago, I was not a good steward. <laughs> of being a mom in that, but um, growth has really made me um, basically put family, kid, all this stuff first before this. And I believe when your home is right, this when everything will be added to you. And so the way I wear my hat, I make sure that I never let nothing, no big opportunity or anything come in between me and my children. If, if my kids can't come, I can't come. And it's amazing because, in a way, they should want your kids because your kids are ridiculously gifted. Yes. How does it feel to uh, have kids that you can basically say, you know, y'all can tell these mine? Yes. Um, it just feels wonderful just to see your seed blossom without you even telling them to do it. Yeah. See, because it's a lot of parents that try to live out their dreams through their, kids. Through their children. Yeah. But I've never had the testimony. My kids actually like to do what they're doing. They're, you know, of course, I push them. I encourage them to do it, you know, successfully and make sure that they are taken care of and, and perfecting their crowd. But forcing them to do it, I, you know, I keep my hands off of it. I remember it was I was just having a conversation with my dad about, you know, when my son was going through that phase where he didn't want to practice. Mm-hmm. And I just kept my hands off of it, even though I was like, you need to practice, you need to practice. But now you can't get him off the piano. I can tell, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's something he just wanted to live, breathe, eat, and sleep, you know. And so, um, but just seeing it um, planted, like, because I, when I was singing, when I was pregnant, that's all I, I was doing it while I was pregnant with them. I did not stop. Yeah. So it's kind of like you, you manifested the gift to where whenever they came out, it's kind of like you really don't have any other option because I've been doing it. I've been doing this all my life. Yes. And even in the pregnancy, I can only imagine, like, probably until your last <laughs> trimester, you still going around singing yes. and raising all kind of any, any people church. Well, Lyric, 
I literally wanted to label the next day because oh, I was wow. going in. I had a scare attack. I had a um, breast and hiss. It was a scare attack. But the next day, I ended up going into labor work, going in the church. Wow. I mean, going in. I mean, fully, like, going in at church. I never stopped. And even though the in- people wanted me to give up on my dreams, said I was never going to make mm-hmm. it. They even talked about my kids, and now they looking at my kids. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, they talented. They put their mouth on my children, but I always believed in them. And, and not only that, I'm seeing the manifestation of what he's doing for me because I made the sacrifice yes. to wait. Yeah. And that's kind of like the Lauren Hill story because I remember uh, on the miseducation, she had, had this on The Love of My Life mm-hmm. Lives in Zion, how she was telling, yeah. how the industry was telling her. I, I think if, if I'm not mistaken, we're telling her, don't even have this child because you you have to stay on a certain path. Mm-hmm. But she, she chose the path she chose and had yeah. that success. Yeah. I remember mm-hmm. I made this long, long drive to Waco. Yes, sir. That was the long... I was like, are we freaking there yet? <laughs> uh, on that night, I got to witness a different side of Tasha's. You know, I'm used to the church, mm-hmm. the anointing and yada, yada. I'm, that's what I was used to. But yeah. when I drove to Waco that, uh, that, uh, for that particular mm-hmm. event, you gave me what I consider the legacy. So, like, wow. what, um, wow. what caused you to want to... Trans, what not not necessarily say transition, but tap into the love or the jazz part of you. Wow. Um. So jazz was always my first love. Okay. Okay. My mom was a jazz musician, and you know I started out singing and recording at the age of nine with my family, a my size and a size family. So we had a lot of stuff on the record that was you know had jazz feel. When I went to college, well, when I was with my kid's father, we did a lot of jazz, but I kind of had stepped away from it when we, you know, broke up. And um, when I went to college, I want to give a shout-out to MCC, by the way, because a lot of stuff that people are starting to see, they saw mm-hmm. there. And I didn't. I thought I was going for a degree, but guys, had something totally different. Totally different plan. And so my vocal coach introduced me back to the jazz and I fell in love with it. And I had several songs that were jazz. Yeah. But I stepped into the cause Ella Fitzgerald was somebody I love. I actually played Ella Fitzgerald at Prairie View. Oh wow. Back okay. in 2017. And um Lou Armstrong's wife and stuff like that. So being able to be reintroduced to that and um shout out to my producer Brandon. Me and him grew this relationship. Our birthday is on the same day and so you know, being in the practice um, hall, like, I really just found this new love. I found that I didn't have to be limited to the church. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be condemned or demonized because I have this guilt. Yeah. And so even though people, you know, our nationality, our, you know, black people will say, um, you know, a lot of white folk, be careful of the white folks. The white people was the one who invested in me and saw, they right. give, and saw that I was mainstream. Yeah. Yeah, because I... It, I don't butcher me for this, but I feel like in our community, it's hard for us to want to support us if we haven't been knowing us all our lives. Yes. Uh, and I guess my philosophy is, I don't care about your your skin color. I just need this color. Yes, <laughs> to do what I, But the thing is, they was like, okay, I remember the first class we had, and they asked me to do some um, improvisation. And he, um, uh, prophet, I mean, not prophet, um, uh, professor, professor, she's saved. <laughs> she saved professor, was like, she's doing Dorians and Mixolydians and all this stuff, Locrians. And so I was like, I know, I mean, I had been at this ear, yeah, but school taught me the language, yes. And it also made me flexible to the point where I can go into the white room. Mm-hmm. I can go to the room and be able to sh- teach you theory. I can go to the church and be able to teach you church. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can be able to be versatile now. And I'm sitting in these rooms now where I'm being invited to help them with their curriculum. Yes. And one of my, the one who gave me my my actual scholarship, shout out to Mr. Coos. He saw me doing this stuff. Yeah. He literally saw me. He said, I see you doing bands. I see you teaching. I see you. He saw me doing what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. I would have never known it if I didn't go and get that degree. So I'm seeing you in, uh, speaking of school, I'm seeing you on social media 
uh, at these schools with these little oh kids. What is one of the most amazing feelings that you get whenever you leave these schools? The fact that now, that school was actually my daughter's school because I recently let them go move with their dad and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so um, I found out the principal had been listening to my music. Oh, wow. And they, uh, I came in the other day, oh, we got a famous person here. And I, <laughs> I was like, oh, God. You know, I, it's like I'm still, like, baffled that I'm, you know, that I'm at this place because, you know, I'm very humble. I don't, let stuff, yeah. I don't let stuff go to my head like that. So, you know... Just being able to have an influence on these kids and mm-hmm. them asking me questions, like literally asking me questions yesterday, and they were so inspired yesterday. And then when I opened up my mouth, you should have saw how they was acting. And stuff. This one guy was like, "Oh my god!" He was just like, it was just like you know, because sometimes being where I was, where I didn't get the support from my community, yes. I didn't get the support. Yeah. Until I became a professor. Yeah. Some people did not support me, and the black people didn't. Yeah. I love y'all, but y'all really did not support me like that. Yeah. And to, I'm glad that it happened because I would have never known that I was, my ministry or my gift was not confined to the church. I would have never known that I was also supposed to be in the marketplace. Yes, yes. I think that uh, that's one of the things that hold up a lot of people. <clears throat> they They box themselves from what they think people expect them to be or expect them to do. Mm -hmm. And they never really tap into the fullness of what they can really get. Because like I was, I was surprised when I went to Waco and I heard God and I I heard jazz coming out out of you. And I, and I was surprised because you tapped into sexy. (laughs) What? uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I said that. What made you tap into sexy? I always say, <laughs> you know, being in church for as long as I've been in church, I always say, church women, you can be holy and still be sexy at the same that time. Part, you do like, not have to be all deep and frowned up. And what made you say, I'm a woman and I'm going to let you see it? I mean, I started loving myself. You know, I was looking for validation everywhere and I started to see that, man, I'm really, I'm gifted, like, after, like, right after, um, before I even, you know, what brought me to Waco was me losing everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember that? It was on display for yeah. everybody to see. Yeah. You know, I was at a place where I had just came from the church where they basically, back, you know, tried to bug ball my ministry. Uh-huh. I had just lost everything, you know, losing my house, and the next day you calling me, talking about, you know, um, you know, we need to sign this contract for a worship team. Like, seriously, I just lost everything, everything. and all you're concerned about is me doing praise and worship. Yeah. Did that change your outlook on church or outlook it on did church? It did at the time. Um, first I did, you know, I was very angry, I was very hurt. I was because I had literally put my artistry down for the church. Mm-hmm. I didn't even take a payment for a whole year. Oh, Jesus, you good, because I ain't doing that. That's, I'm just saying, at that time, now, yeah. it's a whole different <laughs> now. It's a whole different ball now. But what I'm saying is, I literally really had put my whole heart into that ministry. Mm-hmm. And to see a person just turn it back on me like that, in yeah. the midst, and then it was just other, other stuff that was happening. I saw how religious people could be. Yeah. Now, it didn't turn my, my, you know, the way I felt about God. Yeah. You know, but it also told me that sometimes people will say certain stuff and demonize you um, because they can't control you Ooh, or they yeah. want to manipulate you yeah. or because they can't duplicate what you're doing. Yeah. And I, and a lot of times, a lot of people in the church, people, the churches that I grew up to, um, and I believe that's why God had brought me back to forward to mend those relationships that had hurt me. Yeah. They, not knowing that they hurt me because they tried to make me feel like something was wrong with me doing runs mm-hmm. or the way I sung or the way I interpret uh-huh. certain things. And now people are now paying me to help them be able to do yeah. what people have talked about me about or demonized me or, you know, said something that like made it feel like I was something was wrong about yeah. me. I do believe that, uh, and I, I, I say on, on social media or just in, in life a lot, the part of your life that you're, you're fault in the most is most likely the part of your life that God want to bless. So in the midst of the um, the downtime, whenever you had to deal with the discouragement and all of that, what made you still want to say, I'm going to sing? God would not let me not sing. Mm. <laughs> 
I tried to stay. I remember moving to Waco, right? And I remember, um, and I um, thank shout out to Lavalis and them. They had did a surprise um, benefit concert for me. I didn't even know I was just going wow. to go sing some Ray. They just did a bit, surprise benefit concert, and this will help me buy purchase my own apartment at the time before I went. And I saw how God sometimes the seeds you sow won't be the places that you reap the harvest from. Explain it. Come on, let's go. So even though I sold those seeds at a church that did not appreciate me, that mistreated me, that abused me, the way I handled those situations, even in the midst of them talking about me, mm-hmm. talking about me behind the pulpit, blasting me, whatever you want to call it, yeah. I let God vindicate it, that for me mm-hmm. instead of me doing it myself. Yeah, because if, if you would have put your hands in it, it would have tampered everything and it would have tempered my witnesses of the people who still wanted to bless me yeah because they would have looked at you totally different. different and i had people vouch for me shout out to jokia she's still in my life now to this day she's the one who saw me doing to shay's vocal album mm-hmm. and um and she really stood up for me i didn't know at the time when this situation happened and people were able to see the real fruit of those pastors and those leaders yeah. and um, but even with the sexy part, it's like I'm a I'm a woman now. Yes, you, know? you are. Praise the Lord. Let me drink <laughs> on that one. She is a one man. Yes, I'm a is. woman, and so I believe that certain ways I used to do certain things, even when it came to leadership and just people, I still was operating as a child because yes. I wasn't healed. Mm. Yeah, come on, let's go. Let's 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 dig into that. Whenever you. How how did the healing come about? The healing recently came about before this period of period of yeah. situation came about. Now, I went through different phases where I would start my process but wouldn't finish it. Mm-hmm. But this time I literally took, I stopped worrying about men. I started worrying about artistry. Mm-hmm. And I started focusing on me. Yeah. And actually facing and being okay to say I wasn't okay. Yeah. Oh. And what happened was, and I've, this is the first, you get the exclusive of everything. I was literally going into a place where everybody was dying. Yeah. Everybody was dying, people that I love, people that it was really important to me. And I've never had a chance to say this, but it, shout out to Brittany Jones and um, her family. But when her mama died, even though it wasn't my. Yeah. It still hit you. Mom, it hit me so bad because she was the only one that was checking on me every day because mm-hmm. I had just left. I left Waco. Something bad, traumatic had happened, and I left Waco. I was like, I'm, I'm done. You yeah. know, I left Waco, and I'm like, I would struggle before yeah. I asked anybody else for help, and I meant it. Yeah. And moved to Fulbright, and uh, her, her mom was really there for me. Her mom was really, she loved me for yeah. me. Yeah. She didn't care about the artistry stuff, but she loved me for me. And when she died out of nowhere, yeah. that really took a toll on me. And when Mother's Day happened, it was like I was so mad and I was so bitter because my mom, this is my first time saying this, but my mom is not the mom she yeah. should be to me yeah, or to my sisters, my real mom. And it hurts. You know, a lot of people I see, you know, I'm not, you know, downgrading people that actually, you know, lose their ground, their, their mother's. But I grieve for the people who don't have, who have mamas that's still living on earth, mm-hmm. who's not there for them. Yeah. Man, I, I, I understand. I didn't really understand <laughs> the mom effect until I lost mine. And then I started seeing people on social media dogging their parents. Um, you dead to me. You don't mean nothing to me. And I'm like, just, just wait until they actually do go. And the thing is, I've tried to make, see, the difference between me. I've loved my mom through it all. Mm-hmm. Even through all the stuff I've been through with my mom. Yeah. I've been the one that's always still letting people abuse me. I realized that's how I've allowed ministries to abuse me because mm. I had let. Yeah. And so now I'm at a place where when my healing took place, I was able to say, well, I don't have to tolerate this, yeah. whether you're my mom or not. Yeah. Yes, I can honor you. Yes, I can forgive you. Yes, I can make peace with this situation. But that does not mean that I have to allow toxic relationships in my life. Yeah. In my life. And so that's why you probably see this glow now, because now I'm finally free yeah. 
from if my mama don't, if I never grow in a relationship with my mom ever again. I'm good. I'm okay. What does freedom feel like to you? Freedom just feels so dang peaceful. <laughs> like, it's so dang peaceful. Y'all don't understand. It's peaceful without money. Yeah. It's peaceful without a lot of stuff. Like, I got a new place, but everything ain't filled in there. Mm-hmm. But it's just like the peace within myself. Yeah. Is what I'm happy about. Yeah. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Taz, and you are back. You're listening to or watching the intro podcast. I have the one and the only Miss Tasha Sayas in the house, and the crowd goes wild. Look, so part two, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to do this because I can. I'm, I need improv. Let's go. Just give, give me something. Oh, got to hold on yeah and don't let go oh, oh, oh be strong keep on going love forward uh, 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 oh yeah hey. I love your oh, oh my goodness I have been watching social media, and I see you on uh, singing uh, or ministering in these churches on platforms that's like TBN type stuff. Yeah. How does how does it feel to see yourself on those platforms? Or after you've ministered and you go on social media and you see yourself and you you hear the reaction of the crowd, you see the participation of the background singers. How does it feel? It feels great because it brings me back to the point where I never, um, what they say, um, don't demise small beginnings. Yeah. And it was a lot of small platforms that I was on, but I was faithful to them even when I wasn't getting paid mm-hmm. because it was a passion that was in me that I just know this is what I wanted to do. Yeah. And to see myself on these platforms now, it's like mind-blowing that I'm at this place. Yeah. You know, and I've had several prophecies from one of my spiritual moms that's still been in my life since back in 2014 of me doing, being a part of 619 Productions. And she saw, she said she kept seeing my name in lights back then. Yeah. And to see those things happening and coming to pass, it's just, it's humbling. Yeah. Like, I don't let it, let it go back, go to my head because God can easily take this stuff away. But yeah. it's just very, just, it's mind blowing and it's very humbling to just be, inspiration to other people and yeah so this is what i really don't make me cry like this this what (laughs) i i I really want to talk about this okay where did this social media sensation period period Uh, all this stuff where did this (laughs) before we talk about it just give me like five six seconds of it give me something period 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 So just in case if y'all be wondering, in case if y'all be y'all be wondering, is that really her doing that? Yeah, yeah. As, as you can, I see. added my own flavor to it right now because I was just playing when I did that, but I really would have sung it like this: period, 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 period. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> where did I? So, what's the origination of this? So, the origination of this is Brittany, uh, Brittany Bar, was it Brittany Barbie? Is it Bart? I think it's Brittany Barbie. Y'all know who I'm talking about. So, my daughter had kept, listen, so my daughter cherished. Is the reason why I be doing a lot of stuff because she's the inspiration behind all this this TikTok and yeah. all this stuff. Because this girl, I'm telling my daughter is gonna be a media sensation, okay? Marketing all this stuff because she want to become with me with ideas. So we celebrating her birthday. She had constantly have been hearing period I period up period I period up you know whatever, and it was getting on my nerves. And I was like, but what if I did a gospel version of this? Yeah. And I always heard me doing like a hoop. Mm. with an organ. Yeah. And so I posted a video. We were celebrating her birthday. 
and went to the bathroom, posted a video. I posted it in October, October the 17th. Mm-hmm. Her birthday's October the 19th, but we had celebrated before. Um, so I was not expecting this to keep going like the way it's going. Yeah. How did you feel? Not even whenever celebrities <laughs> started doing it, but like whenever you would just see the reaction of the everyday individual. It was crazy because that was, you know, at the time I was homeless, mm-hmm. living with my aunt at the time. I mean, stuff had just been starting to happen because I had lost everything, business, all this stuff, and the seeds stuck. Like my video just going crazy, yeah. And I'm getting inbox, I'm getting calls, I'm getting here, you know, I'm, you know, just to see at that moment, like, dang, like. Because yeah. at that moment, another thing is, I was not trying to make it happen. I was literally, we, that's what we were talking about on the break. Yeah. I was not trying to make this happen. And I'm starting to see a lot of people trying to force this to happen. This is literally, mm-hmm. you saw, I didn't have no makeup on. Yeah. I wasn't trying to be cute. I was literally playing around. Yeah. And me being myself. Because what happened was, I literally said, I need people to start knowing that I'm actually goofy. Like, I need people to know yes. who I really am. You're not this deep person. I'm not all this the deep time. person all the time. I'm so goofy. you going to laugh if we got some kind of relationship. Yeah. You're going to be goofy. Yeah. Um. So that's the reason why that was the whole inspiration behind it. It wasn't to be famous, it mm-hmm. wasn't to get these connections, it wasn't to be a household name. I was literally just trying to make people laugh. I had just got out of suicide. Wow. Of being suicidal, depressed, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to make some people laugh. Yeah. And I've gotten a lot of messages from people that was dealing with depression. This one lady reached out to me and shared her story with me of having a bipolar disorder. Mm-hmm. And she started doing reels to make her happy. And she said mine was one of the reels that was one of the best reels that she did. And just seeing other people yeah. being inspired, being encouraged. And I was just literally just playing around. Which goes back to the conversation that we had on on the phone a couple of uh, days ago. How right now you're in a place or a season to where it's not the church that's really catapulting you or the people in the church that's being affected. It's the everyday person that probably don't even go to church. But that's what I told God. I didn't want to be. I've always been. That's the reason why I created Tashay's Vocal Lab. I didn't want to be somebody that only reached people that was in the church. I want to reach people who would never mm-hmm. even step in the foot of the church. And if you feel like you are only contingent, you're only an inspiration contingent on you being the people knowing you in the church, then that's the problem. Yeah, you already done lost. You already done lost. If you ain't a light, if you ain't doing nothing outside when you go to the grocery store, when you go to, to a meeting, I mean, just somewhere that's not even in... Somebody ought to be like, it's something different about her. Somebody yeah. ought, to, ought to say some something different about you. Mm-hmm. And I literally have saw myself of what... I, now I see why I had to go through what I went through. Yeah. Because now God is inspiring me or using me <laughs> to, to help, to inspire people who would never go to church. Yeah. I even had people say, I make them want to go back to church. Yeah. I think that... Um those are the reasons God allow us to go through just enough to make us realize him, but not even, but not too much to make us want to turn our backs on it. Yes. Um, I love the family unit that you have. Um, what's the interaction between your kids? Oh, my God. <laughs> I can only imagine... <laughs> How that goes. It's never a dull moment, okay? Um, we're so especially now because I really went deep into self reflection. Mm-hmm. And I was asking God, you know what, you know, I kept asking God, help me to be a better mom, help me to be a better person, help me to be a better sister, help me to be you know, I, I literally made a post the other day. I was like, if we, you know, it's good to, for us to have a word for everybody else. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to you, I always can see faults in everybody else and you ain't separating by yourself. That's a, that becomes a problem. Yeah. So I began to go into this place of self-reflection and asking God to show me myself. Yeah. And some stuff I wasn't liking what I was seeing. And so I, I, I self-evaluated myself and I put a lot of stuff in place. And one thing that was most important to me was family. Yeah. 
and being an inspiration to my kids. But the interaction is always going to be loud. D'Anthony is the comedian. Tayshawn is the preacher. Lyric, I mean, Cherish is the fashionista. The assassin is. Lyric is the, the goofball. I mean, it's just all of us, all at once. Or we all going to come in singing something. We're going to do some dancing. We're going to, you know, I don't let them, I don't let them just be, feel like they got to be deep. Okay? Facts. Because that's a, that's a problem. And that... That will run your child away from church as soon as they're able to run away from church. I let them hear, especially my son. My son has a gift outside this world to the point where he's doing jazz. He doing his gift is gonna be broader than just like PJ Morton. Mm-hmm. And you know, and so um, I open and I even set the table to be like, hey, y'all don't have to wait till y'all mama's age yes. to start your own business. Yes, and they literally have took that to heart. Cherish is starting her first sewing class. She want to do fashion. She's starting her first sewing class. Shout out to Sew It Seems. Christy Paul Johnson. She'll be doing her class on the 15th. That's what's up. I remember whenever I was in Waco while y'all were performing and your son was standing by me. Like, I'm I'm really enjoying the show, but he's he's so into the whole music style of everything. He, he was like, uh, you staying up, up here? And I was like, no, nah, I'm going home. I got to go to work. He was like, well, look, I'm going to talk to mama, and I'm going to go, and we going to work on some music, and then you're going to bring me back. How does it feel to see them, see him, and even um, the, the daughter that, that sings? Lyric, lyric. How does it feel to see them have that dedication this young? It feels good because it feels like what I poured into them actually stuck. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you can pour certain things into them and your kids don't want it. At all. And so to see it stuck now, Lyric is doing all state. She's in all state choir. She's learning now the reading, the theory behind it. Yeah. And following in my platform because I told her you can be versatile now. So now she can do classical. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you know, all state choir. Those, you know, those, those trips were fun. And that's the, that's the school where the, the vocal, that guy in the, them, you know, those seeds now I'm working with her teacher and I'm going to be helping vocal coaching at the school and stuff like that. So just seeing them, actually, like, that's all he wants to do. So, and ASAL recently said that he would, you know, support him. Mm-hmm. Some other engineers said they would help him. So being able to do what I do, but also pay it forward yes. for now, those connections that I'm working with in this industry is now wanting to help my children. Yeah. Um, I got to get back to uh, this period. Yeah, come on. Uh, come on, nope, sir. Nope, come on, it. sir. I'm not get doing it. Y'all should have heard the warm-up whenever we were getting ready for the show. Oh, what was I Mic check, mic check. One, I'm two, like three. One, one, run. One, two, three. Mic, mic check. One, two, three. One, one, run. One, two, three. One, one, one. Now, whenever somebody picked that up and they put their little music nah, and stuff behind steal it, steal my stuff if you want to. <laughs> this is to Shade Vocal Lab TVL. Give me the credit, okay? Tag her, god dog. Tag me. How did it feel when you started seeing celebrities uh, duo your video? Listen, Chris Brown. Chris Brown. He was the first one in his story. My sister was like, he could have did better. He could have posted on your page. Yeah. But the fact that he did it, and mm. it was my it was my new fans that started following me, was, was the one sending me Instagrams, I mean, DMs talking about he shared it, because I didn't even know. That's what I'm trying to get people to understand. When people start flooding you like that, you don't yeah. be seeing this stuff. Yeah. And then Lizzo yeah. put the harmonies. A real good harmony, too. Period Listen, I was amazed. That right there, and then Stout. Yeah, she reached Stout out to me yesterday. How was I, this actually, I saw the message this morning. Uh, so, like, people are actually reaching out to me. I found on Netflix this girl that was um, this in this new. I forgot what's the name of the show that's coming out. It's an African show. I love so I love watch. This is one thing people don't know about me. I love the African shows that mm-hmm. be coming out. I love watching those. <laughs> and she shared, she used it for Netflix. Wow. On TikTok, 
Shout out to Alonzo, because Alonzo was the first one who shared it mm-hmm. on TikTok. And he also has been, you know, talking to me, telling me what I can do, giving me... I mean, this, like, perfect... Like, these strangers, these influencers... Yeah. He's, he's actually from um, Los Angeles. But these strangers are, like, coming to me and giving me ideas and trying to help me. And he was like, I need y'all to flood her up. I need y'all to make her famous. He was the first one who shared it on TikTok. Yeah. And James Wright... Yeah. I just got through talking to him. Wow. He said that he's one of my, he said, I'm one of your biggest fans, is what he told me. That's amazing. And we was talking, and then he even sung, I just can't give up now to me. Wow. Encouraging me. And um, so it just. So when you look, when you look back over your life yeah. and you think things over. Y'all don't understand what I just came out of. To see me go through losing everything, went through hell with my my house, with my landlord, all that stuff, into losing all my family, you know, my family member Tinka, losing my spiritual mom, you know, then going through this place of healing and mm-hmm. going having to get my mind back. I was so suicidal. I was lost to getting my own place, God blessing my my vocal lab, then becoming a viral social media sensation. Off of a stupid video that yeah. I was just playing around with, and now I done became the music director for a singing agency. Mm-hmm. Like it just been so much just been happening. I have to touch on on on, on this this briefly during the suicidal thought time. What what made you want to get help? My kids. Yeah, they needed a. They needed a they mom. Like, they literally needed me, and I saw how it affected them seeing me like that. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, and it's, it's a shame to say, but in our church community, the church would be quick to tell you, pray about it. I literally went to somebody that said, well, we can do this. It's a lot of stuff y'all don't know. Like, these people, and I, that's why you got to have a relationship for God for yourself, please. I'm begging you, whoever listening to this, have a relationship with God for yourself. Yeah. It's important. Read the word for yourself. Stop, you know, I think sometimes when we're vulnerable and we're empty, we look for everything else but him. Yeah. Yeah. And we're expecting certain, we we put unrealistic expectations on people who don't have the capacity to give us what we need. Or have the capacity to give us the love that we're looking for. That's deep. And so I had to go. And I told, I had a a support system. My ingenuity, I told my sister, Nicole, you know, about it. You know, my um, dad. You know, a lot of people I lost during this season. God knew I was going to become famous overnight. Mm -hmm. He knew. Yeah. So he had to remove people who wasn't for me. Yeah. Yeah. So some stuff ain't to kill you. Some stuff is to protect you and to weed out the people who don't need to be there in the first place. I am a firm believer in sometimes because God want to get us there so so bad, even though he see us holding on to the wrong people, he really want us to get there. So what he'll do is cause people to get irritated yes. and do irritating yes. things that to make you have to <laughs> want to let to them go. He's like, I want you to get this. He would do it voluntarily, involuntarily. And I was, listen, I, I'm i in a place now, like, God, you've been so good to me. I will not dawn. Yeah. Keep, listen, it's to the point where if I know for a fact, God say, I can't do it, I can't do it. Yeah. If God told me not to talk to you, I can't talk to you. Yeah. Because I ain't for the lose none of this stuff God been doing. Yeah. Cause he been doing just some stuff like this. I can wake up and get a mess. Like I got a message today, this morning from Stout. Yeah, something big is about to happen, yeah. and I'm like, what the heck? Like this, and it's because I decided to put God's will before mine. Yeah, I stopped relying on my own strength and what I can do, and I started chasing after Him. Yeah, and not do stuff myself. And now it's like stuff coming to me to the point where I got to say no to it. Or I got, you know what I'm saying? Or I, you know, God is giving me options now, but it's just like, I would suggest that if y'all don't hear nothing else that I have said today, rely on his will, rely on his strength and chase after him. Yeah. 
and everything. It really is true what it says, that everything will be added unto you, and he will give you the desires of your heart. He really will. Well, I'm he gave it. me a desire in my heart because I, I wanted you in the studio. <laughs> so you heard my cry, God, and I thank you. What is next for Tasha? It's so much stuff. Like, so adding adding people to the team. Um, Wait, I'm sorry. I got I've, I've talked about everything, but one of the main things. Let's talk about this vocal lab. Oh my god. So God is really blowing my mind with Tasha's vocal lab. It was things that I prepared for years ago with my website mm-hmm. that I'm starting to get the bookings now. Getting calls to do vocal producing for people's albums and um, you know. Um, Vocal range and choirs. And mm. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Taz, and you are back with the intro podcast. Of course, if you know me, you know I love a good singer. Not a singer, a good singer. Uh-huh. Who can take you where you need to go. Uh-huh, In yes. about five good seconds. Uh-huh. So all I need all I is need. five good seconds oh, of a good something yeah. from my guest. Yeah. Sister, missionary, prophetess, uh-huh. pastor, yes. bishopess. The yes. church has so many <laughs> yes. titles. Yes. I don't understand. It's way too many titles too in the church. Too many titles. Oh, no. Give me something for two seconds. Take me there. Welcome. To the vocal lab. Welcome to the vocal lab. Welcome to the vocal lab. Yeah. Who inspires you to sing? Ooh, a lot of people. Jesus, that's a lot. Well, when I first started, you know, it was Kimba Real. Yes, that's everybody. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Karen Clark. Leandra Johnson was one of them when, you know, when I got older and so like that, when she, you know, when she came out, she inspired me. Um, Jay Moss. Yes. Jonathan McReynolds. Ella Fitzgerald. Sarah Vine. Jonathan McReynolds has this song that, um, I don't know, I, I even hear him do it, but it's, May your That girl. <gasps> Me and my daughter just got through listening to her last. This girl got some nice stuff. That thing is ridiculous. Baby, she got black in her, baby. She does. That girl mixed. I love it. She mixed. That girl right there is a beast. I love it. Jonathan don't ever got to sing that no more. Listen. As a matter of fact, give that to her. Because she made me like that song. It, It wasn't even him who made me like it. I mean, his song, he be killing it, but it's something about that girl. Listen, oh my God. I don't know the words. But listen, that girl right there. Do, do y'all hear these runs, though? This is my question. <laughs> um, I got to talk about it before we go. Uh, The Vocal Lab, let's go. What is it? All right, The Vocal Lab is basically a resource for singers and artists where I bring healing and resources to the artists. I pour into them, I teach them, I train them, but I'm also encouraging them, and I'm also bringing healing Mm -hmm. into these sessions. I'm like, they're not just getting, you know, regular vocal lessons, but I'm actually pouring into them. I'm helping them get to the root of why they are fearful. Mm Mm-hmm. Because a lot of our, our singers, our worshipers are fearful, you know, and nobody is pointing to us. Yeah. They, you know, churches are expecting us to be ready every week, not knowing what we got going on at home. Yes. I don't even think they even ask, yes. are they okay? Yes. Um, you know, but, you know, so it's a safe place for the artists. And I, I get to help with artist development, which I'm loving and having um, mentor sessions, one, business one-on-one sessions, doing vocal producing BGVs, contracting work, and stuff like that. So it's just a lot. It's it's, um, an entity under several entities, which I'm really excited about. And people are starting to get to know more about Tashay's vocal Scenario is I am a singer. I've been singing all my life. Uh But I've been hurt so many times by those people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I want to get back into it. What's your advice? My advice is to come to my class, but not only that, your advice is to be open about it. And if you're strong enough to have those conversations, I actually went back and had those conversations with those people who hurt me. Yeah. 
Oh, what was that like? It was actually freedom. It was actually the fact that I could even talk to them. Yeah. was freedom within itself. Yeah. Cause the old shape one, like they, um, like the render. Yeah. I just some some dealing with church folk. I just want to slap them in their face. Yeah. Hallelujah. You know, but the fact that I can actually talk to the people. Yeah. Smile at them, not yeah. be hurt. Yeah. Lets me know I'm actually immune. That's what. And the up. fact that I wanted to have the conversation lets me know that I'm being who God wants you to be. Well, I'm not there yet, so you got to pray for me. I know. I'm going to pray for pray you. Pray for me because it's a whole lot of folk. I, I just want to go back and be that like. That does not mean <laughs> you invited back to the party. That don't mean that. That part. Like, I can forgive you I can and not forgive have to go you. back it's around a, you ever see, again. See, the thing is, we are required to forgive, mm-hmm. but that does not mean that we have to have reconciliation. Yeah, yeah. That, that's not in the Bible. Okay? Don't try to bobble me. <laughs> Trying to make me feel bad. No, that doesn't. Yeah, we can have the conversation. You can tell me what you did wrong, but that doesn't mean I'm gonna trust you in this season. Yeah. I would be darned. Yeah, especially if I've known you burned me before. You don't burn me. Or you have times. a history of burning. Have a history of burning me. You have a history of talking about me behind yeah. my back and then smiling in my face, yeah. and then now because you see me going somewhere, you want me to help you. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. When you said I was extra, that's a whole I was being too show. extra, but now you want my help. With me being as extra as I am, because I'm 10 times, I tell people whenever, I, I, I know we had this this conversation where people be like, oh, you've changed. Yeah, no, yeah I'm supposed to change. Yeah, I, I mean, you're supposed to evolve. Yeah. If I'm still the same person I was last year, something wrong. I have a problem if I have not done any kind of change at all. If, if I haven't elevated, if I haven't grown, if I ain't inspiring nobody else, the thing is, I've changed by the way I've acted or responded to you because I realized being open and giving you access to me yes, yes. was giving me damage or doing damage to me. Yeah, I did change. How? Ha- what have you learned about giving access to people? I can't. Like, I realized I'm not, I can't not take this seriously anymore. Like, I'm at a place now that I didn't know, you know, because... I was still, even with all this stuff going on, I was still about to operate the way I normally did. Uh-huh. And God was like, no. Yeah. And I had people like, you can't operate like that yeah. no more. Khaled has this thing. You he have, say, today's prices is not yesterday's Today's prices. Price, not only that, my <laughs> words, I realized what I put, the effort that I put into this job, yeah. I, the effort I put. And even people are coming to me knowing the words mm-hmm. or seeing the words without me saying it. Yeah. So obviously I need to start believing the people who don't even know me, they can see my words. It's it's, it's amazing how people who don't know you can see know the word. Yes. And, and the they thing treat is, you it's the people who do know you still don't treat you right. Yeah, they still want to treat you like a little. And they done got too common with you mm-hmm. and don't want to pay today's price. Yeah. And this, 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 this not the same day because at the end of the day I still my landlord still wants my check. Yeah, and and my kids still yeah, my want kids something still from wants the store. To eat. I still got to show up every week. Yeah. Mama, I want this, I want that. I still got to show up. Yeah. Man. So, I have absolutely enjoyed every bit of your essence. I love coming here. here at the because intro. we actually have a relationship. We really do. Where can the listeners and the viewers find out more information about you? So you can go to my website at booktoshay.com. That's T-A-U-S-H-E-Y.com. And then um, you can follow me on IG, Facebook, TikTok. TikTok is Tashay Sias Lab. And then um, Vocal Lab Coach on IG and Facebook. And then Tashay Sias Music on IG and Facebook. And um, just look, look, listen, look forward to a lot of stuff happening. It's a lot of stuff that's in the work. So. Yeah. Um, new music coming out. Yes. Yes. Um, fe- I'm actually featured on um, uh, Chris Wesley's album that's coming out. So it's just a lot of stuff that's happening that's been in the works behind the scenes. And so I'm excited. Who are you looking for? I, I would love to see uh, do this next period challenge. I would really like either Tyler Perry to use it in Medea. Mm-hmm. I can see Medea doing it yes, too. Yes, I see her doing it. Not Carson Banks. And who, Fantasia, a little more, or Missy Elliott. Yeah. Speaking of Fantasia, okay, the next verses is Fantasia and Jasmine Sullivan. I, know. I can't, I, I, that I, I don't right have a winner. That is about to be sick. I don't even have a, a, a person that I can say is going to win because I'm a fan of both. That, my point, like. I can see you doing a song with Fantasia, though. Yeah. But you know, they used to call me Fantasia a long time ago when I, I was in Preview. 
they used to call me Fantasia because I'm always taking my shoes out. But I had short hair in Prairie View when I when I first graduated. I wanted to look like an adult, so I got my hair cut. My Aunt Teresa had cut my hair, and they used to call me Fantasia because I won um, the talent competition for this pageant I was in at mm-hmm. Prairie View, and I did a Fantasia song. I believe um, believe that she um, sung when she won um, American Idol. Idol. Yeah. But I can see me singing with her. Like, I love her. And I found out her birthday is in June. And my birthday is in June. So You never know what happens. But yeah, that verse is just going to be ridiculous. I'm actually going to have popcorn and Listen. everything for that one. I'm I'm treating that like a real concert. They're about to kill. I can't wait. What if they actually do a live? They going to do a live singing? Like, I hope they, they like do it live like the concert. Yeah. That, that would be dope. That right there? Yeah. I would pay. To go see this show. This is one concert yes. I would pray for. I didn't get to go whenever Jasmine Sullivan was here. Jasmine gonna get slapped. I was listening to her the other day. She just, I mean, I, she just a problem. Effortless perfection. She just oh, gotta get that's Tasha's new nickname for me. Ooh, Effortless perfection. Man. See, y'all, Thank y'all you. see that run? See, I she be doing do. all this stuff. Uh, oh, I love her. But look, look, I am excited, uh, and uh, uh, I just want to thank you for taking our time to drive all the way from Timbuktu to come kick it with your boy <laughs> on, the, on the, the intro. Getting this look, far. Listeners and viewers, do me a favor. I need you guys to patronize anything that she has going on. Follow her yes. on social media, uh, TikTok, everything. Like the videos. Share the videos. Um, if you are looking at the table, also, you see my intro uh, podcast, Cups. I need you guys to oh, do yeah, something on, for me. Check out uh, Jr. Full of Exquisite Custom Design. Uh, when I say he the is the, the good models too, the, the, those hands <laughs> though. Um, anything that you need printed, Jr. Can do that for you. Also, I'm wearing one of my very own my custom shirts. Uh, the King uh, comes from Royalty Apparel. Uh, go to uh, Spotlight Media Global.com for that. Um, I'm, you better I'm, plug it. I'm plug it. I'm trying to I'm trying to talk so I can just his keep Tasha here. His CD, not his stuff, single, not it. Oh, his, I am Trevane. I came in killing. I mean killing. Mm-mm. That's where I got the one. Two, she came three, in uh, singing uh, my song uh, better than me. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't want to uh, sing no more. Okay, I'm sorry. She sung it better than me, so I'm taking that down today, and <laughs> no. we're we just gonna let her redo that. Anyway, look, we love you guys. Thank you guys for uh, listening. Thank you guys for watching. Share all the reels that we're going to make. Share the the entire podcast. You can listen to us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for coming to Kick It With Me. It's your boy, Taz. Join with the one and only Miss. I was about to say (laughs) Shate. Come on, Shate. Come on, new nickname. Your name with Shate. I love Shate. Tasha Sides is here at the Intro Podcast. Look, do me a favor, share it, and we'll be back uh, next week with a new guest and new everything. It's your boy Taz. Holla. Holla. Yeah. See, that's why I ain't do it right there, because I know she was going to do that. Yes. And I'm, 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 I'm not getting in competition with a real soon.